Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, everybody? It is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Monday, May 10th. Hope everybody had a phenomenal Mother's Day weekend. I'm sure Rob treated his wife and hit up his mom and you guys did some fun stuff. I would assume, right, Rob? A thousand percent. And before we get into the sports, let me just say that I went to a very high end uh, Mexican establishment here in Southern California. There's also one in Vegas called Javier's. If you know about it, you know, if you don't know, you need to find out. Let me just say that I got drinks for to celebrate Mother's Day and I wanted a margarita and they said, okay, well, which kind of tequila would you like? Staring me right in the face was the Rock's Terramana tequila. And I was like, I haven't tried that yet. I may have to do it. But you know, I'm a loyal guy and my loyalty is with the Clune dog, George Clooney. So I went Casamigos instead. And I said, if, if George Clooney had an Instagram, I would tag him right now and let him know that the, this, this, these still waters run deep with you, George. I had no idea you were a George Clooney tequila guy. Is that really a thing? I'm, I'm, st- I'm floored right now. Absolutely you, you shocked. 1000% need to get some Casamigos in your life. They should be a sponsor yeah. of this program because of how much I love George okay. Clooney and his work. 
but I just want you to know that I do like The Rock. I'm not going to say I don't like The Rock. But if I got to choose one. Mother's Day weekend with the Clooney tequila. I like it. Um, that's awesome. Um, what did you I do? don't know Javier's. My mom was in town uh, for the week. Hadn't seen her in, I don't know, what, 15 months uh, due to COVID. Was great. Had a great week. Had a you know nice little babysitter action uh, so me and the wife could hang out. Um, went out to dinner. And then Sunday, we hit up a you know breakfast, played some new board games that uh, I had never played before. I played some FIFA, lost to my son in 2k just a devastating <laughs> loss portland i was portland all time they collapsed at the end damian lillard 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter yes i do check the stats <laughs> he was the he, he was the 90s all-stars um and the problem is i listen i'm great if i'm the lakers all time he can't beat me um but every other team he can beat me with basically and it's always close and i just fade in the fourth quarter but um nevertheless it was a great mother's day weekend it was kind of a quiet sports weekend rob um this is how quiet it was. I'm like, you know, I do the radio show Saturday, got the kids sports. Um, son's undefeated soccer team played another team that was like number two in their conference, and they beat them. My son scored and had an assist. So I'm like locked in on that. We do the basketball game. And then, you know, I hear, oh, this uh, Kentucky Derby winner was allegedly cheating because he didn't, he failed a drug test. And I'm like, wait a sec. Horse drug tests? Is that really... Rob, was that the biggest sports story this weekend? Because, like, nothing happened with Aaron Rodgers. And I, I guess uh, the Kentucky Derby winner, is that really it? Do we do we have to talk about that? No, we don't have to talk about it. Let me Thank just say goodness. this quickly, though. Is everybody was shocked that that horse tested positive for, I think it was an anti-inflammatory. If you know anything about his trainer, Baffert, you should not be shocked at yeah. all. I don't know why this was even news anymore. I think this is yeah. the 30th time that he's been popped so for uh, yeah. performance-enhancing drugs in a horse. Yeah. So I mean, relax. Yeah. So I, I honestly, I, I, I just saw the headline. I did not read anything. I don't know Baffert's history, nor do I care to know it. But I do know about the NBA. And that's where I think the most interesting thing happened this weekend. Of course, you guys remember the Clippers beat the Lakers last week. And everybody's like, okay, Clippers time. Clippers year. Kawhi's healthy. Paul George is cooking in April and playing well in May. And then lo and behold, Sunday, the Clippers have to play the Knicks, national TV audience. Big game, right? Knicks, I mean, listen, you know, we really haven't given them the flowers they deserve on this podcast. The Knicks are playing out of their minds. Clippers jump to a big lead early, and then they start locking down. And what happens to the Clippers at home, national audience, late in the season? Choke City. An absolute embarrassment from the Clippers. Yes, Paul George, 8 for 20 shooting, 2 of 9 from 3. Kawhi, 9 of 26 from the field. Kawhi, who we were talking about all NBA last week. And if you hear Kawhi's quotes after the loss to the Knicks, oh, well, he missed 9 of 10 games because of his foot. How's the foot, Kawhi? Oh, foot's good, but the hand, you know, fell on my hand against the late. I mean, it's like injury after injury with this guy. And I get it, you know. The Clippers really haven't had their full squad together. You know, they did have Morris, Reggie Jackson, Pat Bev returned, um, Batum played, Serge Ibaka still not back. So they're not whole, but this is not a game the Clippers should be losing. The Knicks are a second-tier team in the East. There's a clear line of demarcation in the East after 
in whatever order you want, Bucks, Nets, Sixers. And yeah, I may have put that in an order I'm thinking. But after that, it's like, okay, Knicks, Heat, Celtics, whoever else. Probably not the Celtics. Gosh, they're playing poorly. That being said, how do you lose this game to the Knicks? And the first thing, you know, I wanted to do this, Rob, but I did a thing this weekend where I'm like not doing social media. I'm trying to not pick up my phone 75 times a day. And yes, I check the stats. It's ugly. I don't like it. It, it is what it is. But, like, I wanted to go tell people, hey, remember last month when I said the paper clips were frauds and everybody got angry and Clipper Darrell wanted to fight me and was calling me out on Instagram and all this nonsense? What happened in a big spot against the Knicks? Oh, the Clippers gagged. Choke City. The paper clips, this is who they are. And we talked about the West wide open. I wrote a piece for Fox Sports last week about the West being wide open. I said, I can't believe in the Clippers. I don't know about this Utah team. I really kind of sort of like Phoenix, but as we saw, they don't match up well with Anthony Davis. Um, Is LeBron coming back? Horton Tucker's back for the Lakers. When is Schroeder coming back? And like, the West really is wide open. But Rob, I can say confidently, when I look at this Clippers team, and yes, I have seen the numbers. They lead the league in three-point shooting. Well, it's one thing to shoot threes in the regular season. It's another in a close game against a good team. The Knicks, an elite defensive team, top five in the league. Thibodeau knows defense. Clippers, 12 of 35 from deep Sunday. There's going to be more of that in the playoffs. I'm just getting you guys ready. 41% from deep in the regular season. It's phenomenal. It's outstanding. No doubt about it. You look at the efficiency numbers. Clippers have kind of turned it around. I mean, Rob, they are second in the league in offensive efficiency. Blowing my mind. The, the, the Nets, who we probably will get to later, still don't have Harden, are starting to fade a little bit. Still the most efficient offensive team in the league. Clippers are two. But then you look defensively. Clippers are 10th. The Clippers are a worse defensive team than the Memphis Grizzlies, than the Phoenix Suns, than the, are you ready for this? The Golden State Warriors. Wow. Uh, you weren't ready for that, Rob. I, I Hell, I wasn't ready for it. I mean, I, I just don't know if I can trust this Clippers team. We've, we've questioned the rim protection. I don't need to go in on Paul George again unless you really want me to. And, and, and I, full disclosure, I've been a Paul George fan. When he was with the Pacers and he went toe-to-toe with LeBron on the Heat, it was a thing of beauty. Go watch, I think it was game six, Pacers-Heat. And... And, and I'm not a Reggie Miller fan. You guys who I know have talked about him a bunch. He not a good announcer. He blocked me on Twitter. He's upset about stuff I said about him compared to Red, Steph Curry. Whatever it is. The greatest call Reggie Miller has ever had was on Paul George's dunk on the Birdman in that series. Rob, do you remember the dunk? No. What do you okay. not? Paul George just goes down the lane, rises up, and Birdman, uh, Chris Birdman Anderson goes to challenge Paul George, and George flushes it in his grill. I mean, it was nasty. And the crowd was just stunned. Like, there was like one of those, whoa, what just happened? And Reggie Miller goes, click, click, the Birdman on a poster or something along those lines. And I was like, that was a good call, Reggie Miller. He just went straight to click, click, because that's all it was. It was like, and that was the quarter, Rob, where at the end of it, Paul George and LeBron were like going at it, like just scoring on each other's ends. And LeBron reached out to give him a high five. You remember Ah, that, right? Ah, yes, yes, yes. It was in that quarter and you could find it on YouTube. 
I still believe it is the greatest moment of Paul George's career. Obviously, that would change if he wins a title. But that dunk was like, this guy's incredible. And I was a big Paul George fan. And since then, it's kind of been downhill. Listen, he was an MVP candidate with OKC. Uh, yes, he was, folks. You probably forgot that. That was the series where uh, they played Portland in the first round and Dame Lillard knocked them out and waved bye-bye and just you know, probably a top 10 NBA finish in, 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 in since I've been watching the league. That was an incredible like 30-foot s- sidestep three from Dame Lillard in Paul George's eye. Um, and, you know, Paul George, I don't know that he's recovered from that, has he? Like, goes to the Clippers and... We know what happened in the bubble last year. I, I personally can't trust the Clippers, Rob. I'm sure there are people out there who just say, oh, listen, it was just a game against the Knicks. No big deal. But they had everybody but Serge Ibaka. They folded down the stretch. They couldn't make jumpers. Paul George and Kawhi missed a ton of shots. And what do we have here? The Clippers, huge question marks again. I called them frauds last month, and I'm sorry. I'm sticking with it. I don't trust this Clippers team at all. It's so weird to hear you talk, and I 1,000% agree with everything that you say. It's it's almost uncomfortable, you know, because I, I like to think that you and I, when we're disagreeing, is usually when we have the, the best content. But in this case, I think you're spot on. It, it's, it's crazy to me, and you brought up that Paul George was a MVP candidate in Oklahoma City. He had a great season. Um, but if I were to tell you, you brought up the, the handshake with LeBron in the playoffs. When you think of Paul George now, what is the one play that comes to your mind first? Oh, yeah, it's too easy. Come on, off the side of the backboard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's crazy to me because Paul George is a very good player. I think he's going to be an all-NBA player. But- Hold on. Let's, very good. Um, is Paul George on the track to be a Hall of Famer? I would say Ooh. yes because everybody gets yeah. into the Hall of Fame. In right, right. Okay, that, that, that's exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> we are in lockstep today. Yeah, people would say like, Chris Webber's not in. Well, I mean, Paul George has been the number one on teams before. Like, he's really, really good. But like you said, everybody gets into the Hall of Fame. Exactly. And so with Paul George, until I see him do it in a big moment, it's hard for me to get excited. Because like, you know, earlier last week, he had a couple of good games. He also had some clunkers. But for whatever reason, and and I don't have any statistics behind this. I haven't bothered to look it up. But it just feels to me. When there is a primetime game or a big matchup head-to-head with another star or something that's on national TV, Mm. Paul George comes up very, very small. And it's for that reason why I've been saying all along, you've been saying you call them frauds. I I said it before. They are closer to blowing it up in Clipperland than they are to winning a championship. I just looked this up. You you are 100% right. Paul George hit the side of the backboard against Denver. In the previous series against the Mavs, remember where Luka was like, basically, I will fight all of you guys, like Montrez Harrell, the Morris guy. Paul George averaged, averaged 18 a game on 35% shooting, 27% from three. Now, Rob... He can hide behind this whole, oh, man, I wasn't myself in the bubble. You know, I needed my stripper girlfriends to be around. Whatever whatever his argument is that the bubble was tough. It was tough for everybody. Everybody was dealing with it. That is clearly the worst playoff series he has had in his career. I mean, since he was like a young pup, 20, 21-year-old guy. Like, I don't know. And against Denver, he averaged 21-5 and 3, shot 43%, 38 from 3, but... All anybody remembers, like you said, is that shot off the side of the backboard. 
Yeah, and, and it's and it's unfortunate. Well, yes, it's not unfortunate. I think it's kind of funny um, <laughs> because he brought all of this on himself. He's the one who decided to call himself Playoff P, no. knowing damn well that you fade in the playoffs more than you've ever come up. It's like even the Denver series, if you take out the part where he missed the hit side of the backboard, you brought up round one against Dallas and how poorly he played. Round two against Denver, he only shot 43%. So it's yeah. not like he was playing that good in that round either. It's like, I can't think of a good series that he's had since, what, 2016? Um, and, and even then, they lost... Uh, with Indiana. Uh, well, uh, when he was to, on OKC. To, Tor- to Toronto? Hold on. Against, when he was on OKC against Portland, they lost the series in five. But in five, he did average 28 and eight. Didn't shoot particularly well. Uh, 31% from deep. As a matter of fact, he has not shot well in the playoffs in the West, especially from three. But yeah, maybe you're right that that if you look on uh, you know basketball reference, you got to go back to like pre-injury. You remember the, the the pretty graphic injury that he, or maybe it was post-injury actually. I think the injury was 2015 when he when he broke his leg. Right. And then he and came then he, back. He, he okay, played yeah, fine. He played fine in round one. I think they lost in seven. And then after that, it's been a dumpster fire. Yeah. And it's like. You can say, hey, 28, 8, and 3 is not bad, you know, but hey, we lost in five. So how impressive is it really if you're putting up those kind of numbers and your team's getting smacked? Max player. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, I mean, if you're a Clipper fan, and I know there's plenty of Clipper fans who listen to this podcast, and you think to yourself, hey, we still got Kawhi, we still got Paul George, and you're confident about that, then go ahead. If you think that somehow... Paul George is going to turn it around and and make playoff P a positive thing instead of a negative thing. If you believe that Reggie Jackson is suddenly going to be big in a crunch time moment, <laughs> go ahead. And if you somehow have convinced yourself based on one playoff run in Toronto where he beat a Warriors team that was without two Ooh. of their top three players, that Kawhi Leonard is suddenly, you know, God's gift to basketball and he's a closer when statistically – Ever since he's been in, in, in Los Angeles, that is could be further from the truth. He is one of the least clutch players in the NBA. So I'm not too concerned about the Clippers. I'm not from Clipper fan. I'm not too excited about him. Like, even you know, though I think that they match up better with the Lakers than probably anyone else in the West, yeah. that doesn't mean I think they're an actual threat to the Lakers. Well, I don't do they I don't know about the, if they match up well with AD. They don't, but as far as who else is in the West to match up with LeBron and AD? I think they're the ones who are there, best yeah. equipped. So interesting. You just brought something up about Kawhi, and I wonder if people will start to. And I don't. You you can't question a title because they did win the title. But basically, all I've been doing is questioning that Raptors title. The producer from my uh, from my radio show at the time, Gavin, had bet the Raptors. And I, of course, was taking dumps on the Raptors left and right. Like, just take, just taking shots at them. Like, come on, these guys are jokers. They, if you remember, they were down 2-0 to the Bucks, And in game three, it, it ended up going overtime. Giannis had a questionable foul out. And Raptors win the game, and then they storm back and win the rest. Don't lose again. And, yeah, what is the narrative on Kawhi if he doesn't, A, hit a prayer game seven series-clinching buzzer shot Probably goes in, what, one out of 100 times? If he doesn't hit that, and the entire Warriors team isn't hurt. Like, does the narrative change about him? Because he was with San Antonio and was, I mean, it's easy to roll with Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and Manu, is it not? 
Like, and he was a role player on those teams. Exactly. There's the no guy. pressure. There's no pressure. He's just playing with Hall of Famers. And yeah, he won an MVP and then everybody, oh, well, uh, remember, he broke up the Heatles. That is like so far from the truth. It's not even comical. Like, Miami was on its last legs. And all the stories, the postmortems have proven that that team was cooked. Okay? And they got run out. I think it was in five, right? They, yes. they lost that. Yeah, it was pretty pretty quick. That that team was spent. I, I don't think people realize how tough it is to go to the finals four straight years. You remember, Michael Jordan quit. I say quit, people get angry. You want to say retired, fine. No, After you're right. Three, he, he quit. He, he quit. said in the last dance, he's like, it was mentally and physically and emotionally exhausting. I couldn't do it anymore. Right. And that was after three. Okay. LeBron was on four with Miami. Okay. Then what's even more crazy is he goes to Cleveland and gets back to four straight finals, which is just absolutely absurd. At any rate, the Spurs were never losing that series. It was like, I think that was a series where Danny Green went bananas and was making a bunch of threes. Um, but bottom line, like the Heat never had a chance in that one. And then you start to almost focus on Kawhi, and you're like, well, we know he's talented, but Rob, is he a leader? No. I, I, I just, all. there's, people like him a lot, and I guess because he doesn't say a lot, and he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let my game speak. I'm not going to say anything. Well, that's fine to, with the media, but when your teams need you, don't you have to speak up if you're a Max guy who... Uncle Dennis was allegedly trying to get like a private jet and uh, a stake of the team. And he was like trying to get everything out of the Lakers to go to L.A. And and Rob, uh, you know, the weird thing about sports predictions, if you remember, I had said I can see Kawhi leaving the Clippers if this doesn't work out. And I think I fingered the Suns as the team. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. 
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Part of me, and I'm being full disclosure, part of me is rooting for them to not win this, not win, obviously. That would, that would, I would look extremely prescient. And Rob, I hear you take a big, big sigh. I'm also not a Clippers fan. I'm not. And the reality is, I don't believe in this team. Uh, yes, I, I of course, I'm a Laker fan. I've told the story. The first game I ever went to, Knicks-Lakers in New York. We visited family in New York. My dad got tickets, uh, Jabbar versus Ewing. I fell in love with both teams at a very young age. The next game I saw in person, Lakers-Knicks. Uh, my dad's only trip to California in like 15 years. And we went with the family. And he was able to get tickets at the Forum. Um, and it was like, oh my gosh, I love the Lakers. And obviously I was born in New York, so I like the Knicks. Like, yeah, I'm rooting for the Lakers. And I want the I like the NBA. You guys know this. I play basketball multiple times a week. I coach my kids in basketball. I do fantasy basketball. I like the NBA. There's some people out there who hate it. That's fine. The NBA needs the Lakers to thrive. Right? Rob, let's be real. How many days is Utah Jazz Milwaukee Bucks leading this podcast in July? I don't know. I mean, if there's any NBA news, it's probably and any NFL news. Sorry, it's probably going to top that. I mean, that's just the reality of it. There aren't that many Nuggets and Bucks fans, and you know, there's not a lot of Clipper fans. I like the Lakers. People respond to them. Uh, they have great players, great history, great lineage. Rob, am I out of pocket for saying that? No. I mean, well, let me just say this. You want to get an idea as to how um, the basketball world feels about the you know the Jazz. So the Nuggets and Jazz were the ESPN game as of last week, the one on Friday, that uh, Utah ended up winning because uh, Bogdanovich had like 50 points. Nuggets, Jazz, right, right, right. It got bumped for Lakers-Blazers, I think, two hours after it was announced that LeBron was going to be active against Sacramento. So the number one team in the league got bumped off of primetime for the sixth and seventh seeded Lakers and Blazers. On the hope. That LeBron would play. And he exactly. Didn't. So that just gives you an, a, a clue into how, you know, this business works. And I, a but, lot of people don't get, I don't think people understand that, Rob. They like expect us to come out and do a deep dive on the Washington Wizards resurgence. And like, could I do that? Of course. I mean, listen, I grew up in Northern Virginia, so I've always had a place in my heart for the Washington Bullets. Yes, the Bullets. Uh, Rob 
Gee, were you even alive when they were called the Bullets? Yes, I was. I'm okay. not that young. Sorry. I, okay. How dare they you. had, you know, Jeff Ruland, Jeff Malone, Terry Catledge. Like, I could name a bunch of irrelevant 1980s Washington Bullets. And so, yeah, I always am doing a little reading on The Wiz. And, yeah, part of me, I do like Bradley Beal. Would I like to see him out here in L.A.? Hells yeah! <laughs> uh, have I been watching Russell Westbrook kick butt? Listen, Russell Westbrook he's getting to the point, Rob, where I almost wonder if we need to adjust the all-NBA teams. That's how strong he's been playing. Oh, he's been He's fantastic. single-handedly got them back. I mean, again, we're talking about a Washington Wizards team that's playing with, like, Rui Hachimura. And I always say his name just because, like, that's a phenomenal name. And, I mean, you know, they played uh, Saturday night. Bradley Beal had 50. I only know this because, A, I'm a— partial Wizards fan, but also because my buddy is in our fantasy basketball championship league and he's playing against Bradley Beal. And so I'm checking the box score. And of course I have Sabonis who's on the Pacers and my buddy had Karis Levert. I'm like, Karis Levert's back. He's like, he's got 35 and 14. And like, these are the texts I'm getting on Saturday night as a dad of two kids who plays fantasy basketball. But I digress. I'm sorry. We can't build an entire podcast around the Washington Wizards recapturing glory by going you know, 14 and six over a 20 game span. Rob, if I pitched him that, would probably nix it. Now, you know, I, Rob, you can go, go ahead and push back on that if you want, but um, I don't, I, I just, I don't think that's something we could dive into. No, probably not. Unless we are going to have a scintillating hot take on Russell Westbrook, or as you should call him from now on by his government name, future Laker Russell Westbrook. Oh, stop it! There is no way he's playing with that. LeBron. That is really he's the a only way. Shooter. Oh my that's God. the only stop. way we can bring up that kind of level of Washington talk. Is if you get on somebody who is so polarizing, and in your case, Russell Westbrook is a polarizing figure. He is, but. Um, just want to say really quickly, going back to the Clippers, and I know you said that you're rooting against them. I think what I'm about to say might even be a bigger insult. I don't think that they are relevant enough for me to root against them or hate oh, them. Oh, gosh. That like, is, that's cold-blooded. It's, it's, that it's, is ruthless. It's, and and it, it, maybe it might go back to last season, you know, when they were chirping about how they run, all, run L.A. and they couldn't get out of the second round and all that stuff. But... Even if you live here in LA and, and and you do too, so you can attest to this. Have you ever met a Clipper fan? Like a couple. But and, and there's what ten million people in Los Angeles, and you probably <laughs> can count the number of Clipper fans yeah. you know on one hand. It's like you're there's an indifference towards them. It's not that you actively root against them. It's not yeah. like I hate them the way I hate the Boston Celtics, you know. But yeah, with the Clippers and 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 part of it has to do, I'm sure. With Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi doesn't do or say anything that's going to make you notice him. You know, Paul George is more known for his failures than his successes. Well, so, also the baby mamas and all that fun stuff uh, for anybody yeah. who cares about that kind of thing. Exactly. So it's like, how could I really root against the team when they've never done anything to really make me feel threatened? It's not the Portland Trailblazers of the early 2000s. It's not the Sacramento Kings with Chris Webber and Vladi Divac. It's not even... You know, the San Antonio Spurs with Tim Duncan, even if you didn't hate them, you knew that they were so good, you were always aware of what they were doing. Right. You always had to pay attention to what they had done that night. Oh, they had just beat, you know, Orlando on the second night of a back-to-back, and Tim Duncan had 20 and 15 or something like that. Kawhi Leonard, 
I didn't even know that until he played the Lakers um, late last week. I think it may have been on a Thursday. And I d- didn't even know that he had been out for nine of 10 games before that. <laughs> like, I knew that he had been banged up. I didn't know he had missed that many games. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I can't really be on board with you rooting against the Clippers, I guess. Um, I guess, uh, but I'm sure there are people who are saying, well, fine, you want to bash the Clippers. That's fine. That's a topic. You don't want to talk about the Wizards. You only want to talk about LeBron. It's going to get stale if you only talk about the same teams. And I would say that's not true. And there is a knock on that about a lot of the sports TV shows that if you turn it on, it's only Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Cowboys, Lakers, and like five teams or players. And I would say I I disagree, Rob. I don't think we are that narrow-minded. Are we here? Because you know me, I will talk about Zion any day of the week. I like talking about the Celtics, I, uh, Brad Stevens. I, I, I might have been wrong about them this season. Might have. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what's going on. Something is amiss. I got to check in with my guy who um, knows a player on the team. But they're not responding well to Brad Stevens. So, but bottom line, I don't think we're like, hey, there's only six teams we can talk about. That's not. I, I don't think that applies to us. No, I'm sure thousand, it does other people, but we also can bring in guests, right, Rob? We'll bring in guests. Like maybe we'll reach out to a Wizards reporter who's covering the team, uh, and I could make fun of Russell Westbrook and see what the response. No, uh, I'm kidding. But th- going back to your Clippers thing, the few fans that I've met, my real question is: Were you a fan when they had Danny Manning? Because Danny Manning, of course, was a legendary college basketball player at Kansas, and went to the Clippers, and I actually thought they might have had something. Uh, with Danny Manning, and of course that never came close to materializing. Um, but like, they also had the Darius Miles team with Q Rich, and um, who else? Didn't they have another young guy? Was Corey Maggette on that team? Corey Maggette was on that team. They had a young Lamar Odom, Elton Lamar. Brand. Yeah, they had players. I I tried to look. What year was that? Do you remember? Oh, the Knuckleheads years. That's a tough. Might have been like have around two thousand. Maybe two thousand nine. No, it no, had to be. Really I, I was in high school when Lamar Odom was on that. It might have been like 04, 05. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, they, I mean, so there are a handful of fans out there who like the Clippers, but I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, they had Glenn Rice, Chris Wilcox, Keon Dooling. Yeah, like Elton Brand was, remember, they got, wasn't that their big get, Elton Brand? And he was pretty good. And he was a really solid player, Duke, and then he had the Achilles, and he never really was the same, but. You know, if you want to spin it forward, Rob, if it doesn't work out for the Clippers this year, and, you know, it's looking like their first-round opponent will be the um, Portland Trailblazers, they should handle Portland. That being said, Damian Lillard versus the Clippers was a thing in the bubble. And, I mean, I I don't know the status of uh, the injuries for Portland. Like, I mean, is Nurk ever going to be healthy? You know, uh, Carmelo Anthony channels something here late. Uh, McCollum missed a lot of time this year. I like Norman Powell. Um, what the, the big white guy, um, Zach Collins? Like, what's his what's his deal? Has he played at all this year? Like, I, I just I don't get the Blazers, but I'm never going to count them out with Dame. And um, that would be an interesting first round matchup. But if the Clippers don't get out of the second round this year, don't at least get to the conference finals or even the NBA finals. I think the big takeaway will be, does Kawhi want to stay here? Because they're really capped out. They can't do much. Their moves were Serge Ibaka for Montrez Harrell and Luke Kennard for Lou Williams. And Luke Kennard is barely playing quality minutes. They gave him 64 mil or 464, something like that. 
And I just, I don't know why Kawhi would return. But if you look around the league, like, does he have many options? Like, would he go to New York? I don't think so. His personality doesn't really fit, does it? Oh, I, I think he'd be a terrible fit in New York. I, I think his personality— Could he even handle the media there? No. No, he, 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 I think, is in a perfect place where he is with the Clippers because they can fly under the radar no problem with the Lakers in town. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm glad that you um, brought up the possible first-round matchup between Portland and the Clippers, which I think the Clippers should win because I don't think Portland is very good. But once the Clippers lose in the second round, (laughs) or let's say they end up facing um, Luka in the first round and he goes off again like he did last year and he puts a scare into him or whatever, 
I've been marinating on this trade idea for a minute. I want to get okay. your thoughts on it. Wait, wait, time out, time out. Let me just, one quick thing. I just noticed Portland is 29th in defensive efficiency. The Clippers are second in offense. There's no way the Clippers lose that series, right? They're, I mean, they can't lose. They cannot lose that series. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Let me hear. Okay. So let's, for argument's sake, say that the Clippers face Portland in round one. And Dame does what Dame does. Like we expect him to do. We think he might average 35 in that series and still lose like in five games. But the Clippers flame out in the playoffs like we both expect them to. What do you think about a Paul George for Dame Lillard trade this offseason? Dame George already put the word out as much as he's denying that he didn't with the uh, Chris Haynes report where they suggested that they're not doing enough to build around him. And he's been very loyal and it hasn't really worked out for him. The Clippers, as you've mentioned several times in this podcast and before, are beholden to Kawhi Leonard. They offered him a private jet, a stake in the company, you know, Monday taped to the back of a toilet seat inside a Staples Center to, to sign with the Clippers. <laughs> I don't know where you got that, but that's funny. Kawhi, you're a free agent. We're not going to stand pat. You're our guy. We're going to make a move to make sure that you're in a better position next season. Paul George just signed his deal. The Clippers already set a precedent about signing guys to big contracts and trading them immediately. Shout out to Blake Griffin. Portland knows that they're not not going anywhere. So if we're going to do right by Dame Lillard, let's send him somewhere he wants to go and somewhere he can win. And we can get Paul George in the process. All right, I just tried this on the NBA trade machine, and it is a, it's a go. It, it works salary-wise. That being said, Portland is way over the cap, and they're going to have to do some major surgery to come under the cap. Now, their owner, uh, the late Paul Allen, um, had not cared previously about going over the cap um i don't know that whoever's running the show in portland is going to feel the same way because they're going to have a massive luxury tax bill because remember they went all in two years ago after getting to the western conference finals and it was like okay we'll give it a shot we'll make that push and you know they they didn't quite get there and i i don't you never want to say they have to it's time to blow it up in portland getting paul george would be i mean that would be really really good uh, obviously, because you know their big weakness has been small forward. They they've tried many a draft pick. Um, it never pans out. Carmelo Anthony has been you know fun, but I would assume, man, that is spicy, Rob. That may be the hottest, best take you've had in the history of this podcast. Um, oh, that's an insult. No, no, I'm serious. No, that you is, meant I, it as a compliment, and like that it. hurt my feelings. No, no, dude, what are you talking about? So Damon, that Kawhi? might be the best take I've ever had. I've had plenty of great takes. Dame is a better leader than Kawhi and Paul George. Come on, he is. Okay, that's exactly what the Clippers need. This would be bad news for the Lakers. Um, does Portland do that? Uh, you you pair CJ with Paul George. You oh, they might have to lose Norman Powell. No, they could uh, resign Norman Powell. I, they, they they're gonna. I'm telling you, they're in cap hell with Covington and Nurk. Um, and and, and here's another thing I'll say from Portland side: Do I think Paul George is better than Dame Lillard? No, I don't. But do I think based on the way their roster is constructed, would he be a better boys. fit? Yeah, I would say yes. You could always run Anthony Simons out, who's cheap at point, with CJ, and CJ is uh, going to dominate the ball a lot, anyways. Yeah, like he Paul George. Does. Uh, Paul George at the three. 
Um, I, I, I think Cantor's probably done there. He doesn't play a lick of defense. Zach Collins, if he can ever stay healthy, and Nurk uh, coming off the bench. You got Covington, Powell. Did there's something here? I just if you're Portland, like why are you doing that deal? You're getting the inferior player. Why are you doing that deal? You're doing it because Dame Lillard has done more for that franchise than anybody this side of what Clyde Drexler, this side of Bill Walton. And if he's really unhappy or if he really wants to win, and they, he, I think he knows that they're not going to win in Portland with the roster and the setup they have there. Like you said, they're capped out. They have no assets really to, to make a move and, and to get over the hump, especially in the Western Conference. Okay. And maybe you just do right by him. Mm-hmm. They're about the same age. Uh, Paul George just turned 31. Dame turns 31 in July. So they're like three or four months apart. Um Wow, that is fascinating. Because, you know, Dame's an awesome player, has done great things in Portland, but, I mean, is he single-handedly going to get a team to the finals? Probably not. Paul George, same deal. Um, Although, one could argue Dame is still ascending, and this will be by far the best player he's ever played with. Um, I don't think, has he played with another all-NBA player? Maybe Brandon Roy? Aldridge, Aldridge, I think, was was all NBA or right around right. all NBA when they were together. Um, yeah, this oof, that could be a home run trade. But the only problem is, I think that makes the Clippers really good. Yeah, I think it really. I don't does know how they pull good. it off. I mean, maybe they have to toss in a, a couple some picks. But do they have any left since they traded them all for Paul George? <laughs> I don't know if they have any picks left. They may um, have to trade one of their guys to get picks to do it. Yeah, maybe some. Maybe there'll be an idiot who will take Luke Kennard. Um, <laughs> No, uh, you can't get Luke Kennard. Uh, nobody wants him. Uh, but that is—that would probably be. Dang, Rob, that is. I, I'm, I'm. I feel like I just got hit by like uh, the hardest punch Floyd Mayweather ever sent because that is really good, Rob. I'm impressed. Paul George for Damian Lillard. That needs to be the headline of the pod tomorrow. <laughs> do, do you do that trade? I mean, I'm sure it will be 90% of Clippers fans say hell to the yes, and. Like four percent of fans in Portland say yes. Uh, maybe zero percent of fans in Portland. That's the only problem. If you do that deal, are you telling your your fans in Portland we've given up, or are you just saying Dame has taken us as far as he can go? I think if the only way you can get away with that deal if you're Portland is if it's like a Minnesota with Kevin Garnett kind of deal where you're like, hey, you, we we both know that you're not going to win here. What's going to make you happy? Where would you like to go? We're gonna. We want to see you succeed. We love you. We think nothing but the best of you. And and this is bigger than just on the court basketball. So I, I got to look up the Kevin Garnett trade from Minnesota to Boston. It was like pre social media. So all, I don't have it off the top of my head. It was Al Jefferson. Um, oh, it was a massive. He was the headline wow. of the deal. Well, Al Jefferson was a good player. Um, but good. if you recall, look, remember, thinking back on it. KG didn't want to leave. Like he had to be coaxed into it because he he was that loyal to the soil in yes, Minnesota. I, yeah, I, I think I remember that. Initially, he's like, no, I want to stay in Minnesota and win. And then once they said, wait a minute, the Celtics are going to get you. And then I guess they said, hey, we're also going to get Ray Allen. He was like, oh, yo, what's up? Well, Let's fun fact, that. before that deal, he wanted to go. Once he came around to the idea of getting traded, he wanted to go to the Lakers. 
Mm. And they thought they had a deal in place and it fell through. And that's when he's like, okay, I'll just stay in Minnesota. And then the Boston deal came around. So this, this was the deal. It was Ryan Gomes, Gerald Green, Al Jefferson, Theo Ratliff, Sebastian Telfer, and a 2009 first round draft pick that was top three protected. Um, wow. That is a big poo-poo platter. No disrespect to those guys uh, for Kevin Garnett. That, I mean, I, how many all-stars between Gomes, Green, Jefferson, Ratliff, and Telfair? I'll zero. guess zero. I'll guess zero. <laughs> but, um, and you basically handed the Celtics a title. I would think Portland, Portland could do, I think Portland Portland could do the same for Dame Lillard. I mean, I don't know if the Clippers would instantly become the favorites. They'd probably be co-favorites with the Lakers. Um, I oh, think both, I don't. I mean, let's, I think, see what hap- let's see what happens with LeBron's and the injury. Well, and I also um, think that uh, either way, I think both of those teams next season would be um, behind Brooklyn in the in the. Well, by Vegas the way, odds. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think this makes Portland terrible. Um, they're still very good. Paul George is a defensive player who's a plus. Uh, Damian Lillard and CJ, one of the weaker defensive backcourts in the league. Um, you get rid of Cantor and you could bring in Zach Collins. Suddenly, you're playing a maybe a top 15 defense, top 20 at least. Um, but that that's spicy. So if it sounds like we're both rooting against the Clippers, we're, consider it we're rooting for fun in the NBA offseason. Because as we touched on last week, there ain't nothing happening this offseason. This NBA offseason is going to be dry. Short of Kawhi Leonard, uh, Damian Lillard, somebody fascinating demands out. It doesn't sound like Cat or Beal will. Um yeah, I mean, listen, I, all of a sudden, Rob, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for you. You got me. I'm all in. I love it. Um, all right, so that'll do it for today's podcast. Um, hope you guys had a great, again, Mother's Day weekend. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.